0: Hey guys, just a quick note before we jump into the podcast. Unfortunately, the audio from my end on this one is not the best um, due to adding sort of new technology that I've not used for podcasting before into the podcast. Uh, I encountered some issues that I've not encountered before uh, and unfortunately I didn't notice them until way too late. i fixed most of these issues now, but unfortunately this episode suffered a little bit because of it. My uh, My apologies and I'll work to make the next one even better for you guys. I appreciate everybody that, uh, that listens and continues to listen week in, week out. Um, I'm working to make, make this uh, a, a better experience for everybody. Thank you so much, and please enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Gutter to podcast. I'm static as always, and I'm joined here this week by Shane jenkin Shane, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, mate, not not too bad. Not too bad. Sorry, I just realized I took a massive mouthful of my
0: bourbon as you uh, asked right, me. I right as ours. <laughs> <laughs> right as we're doing an exactly. intro. What are you drinking? Uh, Wild well, turkey.
1: You know, well, well, uh, turkey. Nothing turkey. changes. Absolutely.
0: Nothing changes. No, no. Awesome. So, um, We've got you on tonight to have a little bit of a chat about uh truck you're building. It's kind of taken on a few faces, is that correct?
1: Uh, yeah, so it originally started as a Toyota surf project that I was going to do. It was actually a forerunner body that I bought on eBay for $266. Um, I jokingly put a bid on it one night uh, when I used to live with, with Chode and said, oh, if this comes up, I'll buy it and I'll, I'll just do it and I'll make it a uh, static Surf with a 1U, and I got it for $260. Um, pretty much put that onto a Hilux chassis with a 1U, four links, notched, um, coil overs front and back, hand bar, skyline brakes. Um, made all the floor and stuff in the, in the surf ready to go. Pretty much the only thing I needed is a tail shaft and wiring. Uh, went to SEMA, came back, uh, blowtorched that car in half, so the cab was uh no longer what i wanted to do so me and Jake kelsey got out the, the light torch and cut it into four pieces um i can send you a photo of that if you want um i, I, I yeah. would
0: actually love that photo yeah
1: threw that onto to a trailer and i ended up buying a 42 jailbar cab so
0: so you didn't think you're like throwing it back up on ebay for 266 bucks no no. <laughs>
1: because by well, that stage, I'd like cut the firewall back and move that back like three inches, and I've done a whole custom floor that really only suited the floor length that I had and the, yeah. the sort of everything that I'd done, and I just didn't have that sort of patience. So I kept the doors and bonnet and Jake, you know, some mates borrowed guards and front bars and whatever. Yep. So I sort of got enough out of it that it that it sort of got me back my two hundred and sixty bucks, and I scrapped it.
0: yeah Yeah. right so what so what started out as what sounds like a drunken ebay bid ended up forcing you into into building something that you jokingly talked about
1: pretty much like i've and i've always liked jail bars and i was like oh but they're just like not in not in something in my wheelhouse not something i could actually do yep and like surf conversion onto a two-wheel drive me has always been like oh yeah man it's easy you just take it off that chassis and you shorten it a bit and you put it on not not the case when you lower (laughs) it to the fact that I mean it was at the point that the chassis was on the body it was 75 mil off the ground or something like that so the whole link was pretty much through the back seats and yeah we made a bit of a mess to get it where it was um and it just looked cool as hell and I liked it but in that sort of stage, I'd bought a house and moved four times and done a bunch of other things. And just when we came back from America, surf wasn't what I wanted anymore. So, um, yeah, I just went the route of buying an old cab and putting it onto a, putting onto a modern chassis, which, again, I thought would be just an easy man, just make a new mount and chuck it on, but that didn't work out so easy either. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that, that that was all the plan. So it's a bit of a static height um you know coil over roller skate really because it's shortened and to meet the the surf wheelbase which is obviously shorter than Hilux. Yep. um so yeah it's 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 got to be a bit of a handful when i finally finish it and do some more stuff to it but
0: yeah right so the one uz that came out of another car of
1: yours is that right that came out of my LS400, which was also, uh, I drove that 25 mil off the ground for about two years before I raised it when I put coilovers on it. So yep. that, um, it, while, when it had that 19-inch mag on it, it was fine. If I put the stock wheels back on it, there was so much flex in the tyre that it actually would scrape the, the mufflers on the ground. Yep. Um, so the, the exhaust system just sort of uh, took it off. Um, it basically anyway, right? had basically had headers and a a y-pipe and nothing else so yeah. it was loud and low and all that sort of stuff um it started to like not deteriorate as sort of cars do and i was like well i like the engine i've just put a bunch of parts on it with a power steering pump and a couple other bits and pieces and i said well i like that bit i'll keep that bit and just chuck the rest away so yeah. i'm not really a sentimental person when it comes to cars i sort of I, I, you know, once they leave my life, they're no longer my they're, car.
0: They're, they're just, dead
1: to <laughs> so, you. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I'm not, a, I'm not one of those people like, oh, I used to own that car. God, I wish I could own it back. Every car that I've ever owned, I'm glad it left my driveway when it did yeah. and it probably needed to or I was going to make it. It getting was cut it off for the blowtorch, who knows?
0: It was probably glad it left too.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: um, so I guess talk us through a bit of, you know, you, you thought it was going to be nice and easy sitting in the, um, the jail bar body on the highlight Shazzy. Talk us uh, through a bit of sort of what went on. Um,
1: So it is incredibly narrow um, because the cab actually narrows from the back to the front, like old cars used to do. They had running boards and stuff like that. At the narrowest part, it's only about 1,100 mil wide. Now, you know, I'm not a small guy. So uh, at the widest part, I think it's just under 1,200 wide on
0: the inside that's like that's that's two of you that's 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 two of you
1: at the moment it has two volkswagen polo seats in it and they are touching and skewed like that because it was the only way they'd fit in right okay (laughs) yeah so yeah it's a bit little um and just i don't i didn't know how to weld so i was relying on sort of time for other people to have free time and come over and sort of make a frame with me and and move it. And I'm not really a super motivated person. I I don't tinker away every weekend. I'll like buy stuff, give it a good two weeks run. That's that stage done, buy more, accumulate more stuff and go again. So, um, there's there's a floor in it. There's half a tunnel in it. There's no firewall in it because I just took that out because the engineer wanted me to move the engine back six inches. Um, uh, yeah, so it's just pretty much once the blasting's done, I'll put the firewall and the rest of the tunnel in it, and it's sort of ready to go, I guess. Yep. Sort of close-ish. Uh, moving the
0: engine back six inches—that's that's a fair move. So um, I think there, the engineer
1: looked at it and he thought that the engine was really far away from the firewall but what he didn't realize is that used to have a firewall that protruded four inches and i just cut that bit off because i didn't like it uh, I gotcha. it, it, used to, it used to move forward yep. and down and it would have been a lot closer to the engine um it was already moved back two inches from the stock from the hilux and i think down 50 mil yep. whatever it was to clear the steering i can't remember And then when he came and he saw like, you know, a big gap between the engine and the firewall, he's like, oh, we'll move that back. You'll get better handling and, um, you know, it'll sort of do everything you want it to do. And I'm like, all right, well, you're going to engineer it. I'll do what what you're saying. So um, the engine's out, the mounts are ready to basically go back in now. So um, it did actually solve a few problems that I had with steering box and alternator touching very closely, um, as in... You know, they're supposed to have 10 mil difference. If you be lucky, if you fit a toothpick between the
0: two of them, so oh, that sort of, yeah, well, that well, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, sure. lucky it's a one, a one U, right? Because they just don't vibrate.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I told <laughs> that myself. But if fifty cent right. it wasn't on was the. was selling point, and it shouldn't touch anything if it's close to it. I but,
0: remember, I remember um, watching like an old, an old video. I can't remember who it was now. It was one of the old top gigs, but um, they sat a glass of water on top of the motor wallet water didn't even,
1: yeah. Yeah, they've done yeah. ones where they like stand a 50 cent piece up sideways and rev the engine, and the 50 doesn't, cent piece move. doesn't fall over, yeah. So, yeah. They're, they're a very well balanced engine. Um, I've always liked them, they, they sounded really good, but yeah. I mean, ultimately, I used it because I had it. If I had yeah. it had an LS, I probably would have used an LS, you know? yeah. If it doesn't work, I'll probably put a barra or something else in it. I don't know, like. I really like the 1U. They're super expensive for parts and stuff. Yep. Um, you know, you, you can't just buy an off-the-shelf turbo kit for them or anything No, like that's that. right. Uh, even computers and all that sort of stuff is sort of a more expensive exercise than it would be elsewhere. Um, but I know Skid Factory has just done a couple of good things using the Edelbrock um, Intake and Holley Airbuy, I think. So. Yeah,
0: I was sort of following along. Well, Because I want to put a 1U in in my 720
1: yeah that's ultimately yeah. so i mean yeah i mean that's um down the track like my, my plan is get it finished on the road i mean i start i bought the surf probably going on seven or eight years now like yeah. that's how long i sort of started building this car that is now a different car yeah. um but as i said in that i've moved houses and bought a house and renovated this house and it just you know, you always have this idea that you're going to spend money on your cars,
0: and then you don't end up getting. riding. Uh, yeah. that's that's a thing. But I, I I know as well. Like moving house while you're trying to build cars and moving cars around, that dawn. Yeah. So hard. Marriage, everything to work with. It, it all becomes like, it more than. You know. Like, yeah. That motivation.
1: Yeah, well, it moved from a place in Saint Clair to my mum's in Saint Clair to the place in Westmead that I had back to my mum's, and then now to here. So it moved, you know, half a dozen times, yeah, uh, in multiple different stages. Um, and the surf was sort of held back by having to go to someone who had a hoist to lift their body off because we didn't have the room to do that at home. So, you know, making making the room for that. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, took took a lot longer than I imagined it would in my head. I thought it would just be a couple of good weekends and be knocked over. But yeah, it doesn't. Nothing ever works out that simple, I guess. No, that's it. Um, Um, But yeah, it's pretty pretty close. It's getting there.
0: Yep. So uh, suspension wise, what what have you got? Suspension wise, what's what's going on?
1: Um, So it's a Hilux chassis underneath it. Um, So in the front, it's got um, tube arms, drop spindles. QA1 coilovers in the front. Actually, yep. no, that's a lie. It's got Jag rear end coilovers in it as like a placeholder because that's all I had laying in some of the okay, yep. I'm like, hey, I'll borrow these for a second, just chuck yep. them in. Um, but I might need to borrow
0: them myself when you're done with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it does have it does have coilovers in the front. Um, so basically, just cut out all the the, the um, torsion bars and put in a plate and to put a coilover mounts and stuff. Yep. Uh rear is falling, a parallel falling link with a panhard bar um that I got out of a Commodore because it was on some you know, marketplace for fifty bucks or something. I'll let that worked, yep. cut it to what I needed. Um and that's got coilovers mounted there. Um yeah, there are QA1s in the back of that, but they're probably a bit too short. I could get longer ones. Um it's got a true track to go in it. It has um Skyline GDR front brakes, the 300mm you know, Ford car, uh, rotors that sort of is a pretty cop- popular conversion yep. for that. Um, yeah, it's got the steering column out of the the, um, the surf, but it's got a pretty sweet Momo steering wheel that came in it, and I don't think the guy knew what he had when he got rid of it because it's a couple hundred dollars steering wheel. Um, yeah, it's got shitty alloy 19-inch wheels on it at the moment. I've got a set of American Racing wheels that were bought for a mate's car, didn't fit his car, he sort of said, You take these, I'll take your steelies and we'll work it it'll all work out in the wash. But eventually I thought of well, was like three piece forgies or something like that. So, you know, when I have a bank and somehow <laughs> sell my sell my kid or something, I don't know. That's that's the plan.
0: Oh, so interior wise, what what do you got going on there? What's
1: um so I have two um, two polo seats. Uh, yep. Originally, I was going to do the stock Hilux seats, um, but the mounting positions for them are just so weird. One side's higher than the other, and one side's further back, and one's at an angle. One flat. Of uh, one, they're all over the place. So drunkenly, my girlfriend was driving me home in her polo one day, and I looked down. I'm like, these seat rails are just dead flat. I'm just going to get a set of these for 50 bucks and chuck them in. So that's exactly what I did. They bolt straight down, like on a flat mount, on a flat floor. Yeah, nothing needs to change. So, um, uh, and then I have a Dakota Digital all in one oval analog sort of unit that I can yeah, see nice. there, yeah, but I can't
0: reach it without. That's all good. <laughs> over um, yeah,
1: so that, and then that I've just got a couple of, um, you know, the billet button things that will have the uh, hazard and whatever yep. there is in else on the stock column already. And then yep dash is just going to be metal. So the plan is no, no stereo, no real interior. Um, It will just be a couple of Bluetooth speakers mounted to my roof with magnets. It's going to be the the only (laughs) plan. That's that's actually Um, pretty cool. Yeah. The cove do that. this two piece one that it pulls apart and like does a surround sound thing.
0: So I'm just going to get one of
1: the boys to 3d print me a case for it to hold it like a claw and then put a magnet in the back of it and just chuck them on either end of my roof.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Good work.
1: In that, theory. Doctor, I tell myself.
0: I mean, what? What? So, what? What year are the jail bars? I think in early forties. Is it? Uh, forty-two
1: to forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what year model it is. It doesn't have any like serial numbers. It never had anything yep. on it. When I bought it, it came with a Ford Pilot chassis, um, not the original chassis. Um, in Australia, I think um, the the door pattern I've got has like three bulge lines in it, and yep. then. All the rest have two. What I've been told is the three bulge line or three body line model is the forty two model in Australia. Yep. But in America they did it in Canada is different. So yeah. best yeah. I can tell it's a forty two model.
0: Right. Okay. I don't know. I don't
1: know. So, so imagine, I just say forty two.
0: Yeah. So I imagine like um coming from area. You know, have like yeah. some seats to mount in Yeah, you're dashing
1: Yeah, and there's not a lot to it. And the door cards I'm just going to do out of alloy, and the center console will be whatever needs to hold the shifter, which I've just got a Lexus selector. Yep. Didn't want to do anything too fancy, but it should plug together with all the Lexus gear I've got for the gearbox. That was the, uh, that's what I hope. Um, But yeah, so the interior will be pretty, pretty empty. Um, eventually, it will. Hopefully, get aircon, but i do a pretty small car, and I probably won't drive it all that far anyway. So,
0: you don't want to make it too crowded in there, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if it fits under the dash, great. But if it doesn't, it's not going in. So, um, that's, that's pretty much the plan. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll drive it, but I don't think I'll be driving it as you know too too often. So, I don't really need the creature comforts of bluetooth
0: and all that sort of shit so um i guess from the start even like when it was
1: uh, with have you had an no um what i was doing is i was building it based on the same specs as what other people have done in similar situations like spoke to jim boots when he did his surf and he did the land cruiser and all that sort of stuff and i was kind of like okay well i'm doing the same basic rules which should be sweet when I was on holiday not that long ago news came across the wireless that you know engineers didn't want to deal with body swaps and all that sort of stuff so I sort of went great I've done all this work on this thing and now I'm going to have to scrap this thing. End up finding an engineer who is an absolute legend um, who came out he's like yep sweet as long as you're going on club rego whatever you're doing is fine you wouldn't do it on full rego because it would require an ICV Yep. Um, and basically said, yep, not a problem. Move your engine back. This is how you do your seat belts. This is how you do your floor. Um, call me when it's done.
0: Yeah, right. So, okay, so he's going to only come along that sort of one. Um, yep, that's it. Yeah. That's the
1: first time he's seen it, and he's happy with pretty much it. Uh, he told me that my forelink was over-engineered, and yep. it was probably didn't need to be as, as beefy and thick as it needed to be, as it is. Yep. Um, yeah. He basically said, everything looks good. You know, I showed him the welds that were on it, who were done by, you know, professional boilmakers. So there was not myself, the yep. mates of mine. Um, and he's like, yep, cool. All the welds are good. Um, didn't really go into too much. Just sort of said, do this, do this. This is the minimum that I'll accept in this, um, you know, this area with braking and seats and steering columns and all that sort of stuff. Um, just gave a quick rundown of what the do's and don'ts um, and said, call me when it's done. I'll come out and inspect it again. As long as it meets the braking, sound, you know, DBA um, tests and has headlights and seat belts and all that sort of stuff. Um, you're good to go. All right. So, so yeah, he was, he was really good. He ended up knowing Scotty Ribbons and new Chad and all that sort of yep. stuff. So yeah, okay. um, yeah. And then we had Luke and Sean and Anthony and all that there and they're like, Oh I've got this and I've got this and I've got this. So it just was asking questions. yeah. Um but yeah, so he's a really good guy. Um and hopefully when he comes out again it'll be it'll be done. So That's really
0: good because i I mean for most people um building a car like engineering. And it it um it probably really should be one of the first things. Like uh, when I actually start to do something with the seven it's kinda I've I've spent I was meant to get it going like it had like a bunch of rust in the and I've been working on that. But um it's kinda taken a back seat at the moment for D twenty two, which is roof truck. I'm kinda given myself a date and I'm that but um my yeah, the the seven twenty's taking a back seat, but once I get back into that I'm gonna be sorta Calling on an engineer straight away, saying, "Look, this is what I want to do because I want to. There's some ideas I've got. I want to kind of stretch it out. The dual cab, I want to give it like an extra cab tub. I want to put the V8 in it. Um, I don't know if I want to bag it. I might um, just static, but four four link it and make it as low as it possibly can.
1: Yeah, so it's it's, yeah. it's
0: one of those things. I want to have an engineer like that that is happy to work with that." I guess, platform of vehicle as well, because yes, you know, most engineers sort of spe- uh, specialise a little as well. Um,
1: yeah. And... The main problem that I found is no one wanted to deal with a body swap anymore. No That's one wanted right. to an old cab on a new chassis um, and fully register it without doing it as an ICV, and I didn't have that sort of money. And I'd already done you know, 80% of the work, so I was sort of real bummed about that. But um, now this guy said that, you know, as long as I'm not going in full rego and don't want full rego, that that it can go in the club rego and fit under a club vehicle scheme, so club. Uh, he, he did write, write me a whole bunch of stuff down for it. Um, so yeah, look, I don't think I don't think there's problems with notches and falling. Although, so you know, every everyone always says that they've spoken to an engineer and they said that they wouldn't do what they want, but I, I don't I don't trust anything until I hear it from the person who's making the decision. So.
0: No, that's right, and um, I mean, like, like, I guess the point I was kind of trying to make is, you know, like some some people, some engineers just won't touch that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. where some engineers are more than happy to sort of work in with it. So I guess it's finding the right person and being able to work in with them, as as well yeah. as having them work in with you. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're getting if you if your two attitudes are kind of just butt butt heads and can't come to an agreement, well, then you're probably dealing with the wrong guy to deal with, or or he's dealing with the wrong guy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and you definitely hear people say, I called an engineer and he just didn't want to borrow of it. And I think they would rather do just a big engine in a normal car than to do with chassis mods and changing suspension geometries and all that sort of stuff. I think they you'll definitely find that some just don't want to borrow of it and don't want to deal with it, and others are definitely more lenient to what, what you want to do, just finding the right person that does your, your thing, you know? Yep. That's what, that's all it comes down to. So. Yep
0: right so um what 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 is left what is left to um to get you going get, get yourself on the road driving a Mount
1: th- Mount the engine do the firewall do the tunnel put the doors on some bodywork on the doors that just needs to fix some rust um wire it that's it the tub's made i've got a tail shaft sort of there for it that's got a um the slip joint in it that i could just sort of get one made out of the pieces that i've got yep the tail shaft distance is like 1100 or something like that it's a quite a small tail shaft um so yeah like honestly brakes, fuel wiring uh, a firewall and half a tunnel and it's done really yeah sounds close but it doesn't because <laughs> it's still gonna be blasted it's still gonna be painted you know there's, yeah. there's some rough holes here and there not a lot but but a few that need to be done um some dents that need to come out because it's a 70 or 80 year old car whatever, whatever yeah. it is now um overall there was not much rust in the in the floor or, or the or the cabinet and what there was i cut the whole floor out so yeah pretty easy to get yeah, exactly.
0: Just making you new one. I'd like to take a minute to interrupt this podcast to mention our new sponsor, Dirt Division. Dirt Division is your one-stop graphic design shop. They can help you with anything graphic design related, whether it be logos or images for branding your website, designing and creating vinyl stickers or banners, wrapping a car or office windows, or even creating liveries for an online race team. Dirt Division can do it all. I personally use Dirt Division for my social media branding and logos and also... All branding logos and vinyl stickers for the podcast, with an ever-expanding arsenal of vinyl plotters, lasers, and heat presses. Dirt Division has a solution for you. You can find Dirt Division at dirtdivision.com.au. What are you waiting for? So, I guess I'll, I'll pose a question to you: If you had an unlimited budget, what would what would that look like? would it would it change from the from the picture you have of it? Or
1: no, it would just have more engine parts, like more, more go-fast bits on the engine. Yeah. Um, I've got an idea of the colour it wants to be. I've got an idea of the wheels and all that sort of stuff. The tub is done, like you would hear not that long ago, yeah. the inside of the tub is all done. Um, the guards have got all that sort of stuff, so it's literally blast paint, um, put it all together, wire it up, and it's and it's ready to go. Um, you know, Ultimately, unlimited, engine, uh, un- unlimited money, yeah, it would have a... I have a lot more serious horsepower to deal with, but my, my plan is now is get it on the road, get it engineered, drive it, work out if I actually even need more horsepower or the fact that it's going to be a really light little short wheelbase truck uh, is going to be good enough. So, it,
0: I guess we haven't we yeah. haven't spoken about the bed. What are, what have you done with that? Obviously, you've shortened the wheelbase. So I guess of, of the chassis itself. Now, does that affect yep. the um the way the body is sat and
1: the uh, the way you mount the tub on or? So the whole tub is custom. We basically yep. made it from scratch. Um, I got bedsides made. Well, actually, this guy was selling them at uh, Andy's Hot Rod Show one day and they are like 500 bucks for bedsides that were already folded up and had a roll in the top and I just went, okay, I just got them. Yeah, made a Made a frame up for the inside, put sort of a bucket into it, put a drawer at the back of it, um, made a headboard, did all the bead rolling at, at a mate's shop who just said yep if you want to bead roll it there's the bead roller um just do it, go have a go see what you can do um and put it all together so the, the tub is like completely you know customised it's not factory Ford or anything like that there's the only thing that is Ford of any of it is the um the fiberglass tubs or the fiberglass rear guards that are actually off a of later year model anyway that i'd yep. like to look at better than the than the jailbar one, so yeah, it was just custom made to fit what I had, so that's, yeah, that's nice. pretty much all we did.
0: Have you had the Have you had the absolute joy of trying to sort
1: overseas? I haven't actually. Um, so you can get some bits and pieces, door handles, and you know, glass and all, and you know, mirrors and all that sort of stuff here. But the the advantage of doing a custom car is if it doesn't fit you just get something else and make it fit you know what i mean like the headlights around i couldn't find without spending five hundred dollars for america so i had to make just three different mirror set
0: yeah right okay
1: they're they're plastic and they won't be permanent but they'll do for now yeah they they hold in exactly the same spot that they're a standard seven inch headlight i already had the headlight buckets but i just didn't have the you know the actual ring that goes around the front or the thing yeah, all the, all the actual mounting that holds the headlight into the bucket. So I just bought Jeep ones and yep. just went, okay, I'm just going to make this work. And if it doesn't work, I'll make it, you know, tack yeah. a bit to the side and text screw it together. Like work, it. work it another way, yeah. yeah. work it another way. So, yeah, everything that i sort of didn't have and needed, I've either just customised or found another thing of another thing that you know, fits in and works well, so... Um, like they do make an aftermarket dash for that model that fits perfectly into the hole. And it was $800 more than the universal one was. And I'm like, you know what? For 800 bucks, I could just get some steel and just make it um, this one fit. So, yeah, you know, I I wasn't looking for period correct. I I don't really care that it looks like a jail bar or what everyone thinks a jail bar should look like. I'm not going period correct hot rod. I'm not really going anything other than just it's what I want to build.
0: It's right? just what you want, yeah. That, that's that's the best part about it, you know. You're not building it for the people that are building it for you. Yeah, exactly.
1: And like I've any car I've ever owned, I'm not going to enter shows and stuff like that. I go to i go to shows, and I've worked plenty being in the insurance industry and stuff like that. But yep. I've never been the type to take a car to a show with the idea that oh man, maybe I'll win a trophy. I'm like, I'll park in the car park. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I and I have a car to drive my car there and if other people think it's cool then cool. But if they don't yep. whatever, don't yep. buy it. It's yep. my car, so. so did the um I
0: guess did the did the did the airbag thing ever cross your mind? Did you ever wanna ever have an inkling to airbag it? No. It? Um no.
1: so the the original idea was to put coilovers in it and they could be interchanged for shockwaves. Yep. Um now that I know how tight the front suspension is and how close it sits to the chassis and all that sort of stuff, shockwaves might be a bit of a um, bit of a stretch, but um, yeah, it could it could probably do them. Uh, many of people have definitely said that it should be airbag. They're, I don't get about cars. I just it's, they're fine for five minutes, but I'd rather something <laughs> good and handle and you know that I could get in it. It's reliable. Um, and then you don't have to like jump at every noise that creaks and cracks and you're not uh, not sure what it is. So Hoping, hoping yeah, to
0: blow like, an airline or a fitting doesn't blow out on you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like I, I've had things, you know, blow out on a highway and it ended up pancaked into a, you know, emergency stopping lane to try and not be in traffic with no yeah. airline or anything like that uh, before and not really wanted to do that and i've i've driven an airbag car and so paranoid i'm so the purple truck that i had right the purple yeah, rodeo yeah. i was driving it to tuck shop and i was getting the rear tubs put in and all that sort of stuff and as i was driving all i could hear was this like rattling noise oh, what the fuck is that noise and i pull over and i got out i shook the suspension shook the front shook the back couldn't find this noise so for 20 minutes i'm driving along like what the hell is going to go wrong? It was a case of Corona sitting on the passenger seat that I was paying for them to do the uh do the modifications with. <laughs> but I was so paranoid that something was going to fall apart in the car. and, uh, it was, it was yeah. and as soon as I noticed it, I'm like, ah, oh, you whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah no, in in those cars, you will, it was just well, not what's going to go wrong is when is it going to
0: go. When wrong? yeah, yeah. I was actually it's in it. yeah, we're talking to I was um. Had Pete on not long ago, and um, yeah. I was when we were chatting to him, like we we kind of realized that the trucks that he built have been some of the most reliable.
1: Yeah, as far yeah, as definitely. as
0: far as the air systems and whatever else, and he's never done anything over the top with them. He's never, you know, they've never been hard lined or, you know, what I mean. Yeah. Like they've they've always been just like push to connect fittings and and you know like your nylon hose so they've never been anything over the top but for whatever reason like he's never had bl- blowouts like yeah. most other people would
1: yeah that's that's insane i did listen to that and i was just like bastard like um <laughs> but you're right like that that's definitely true like i've never saw that car have problems or that truck have problems yeah and i mean that that truck is one of the reasons why i bought my first truck like i've yeah. seen that prisoner around um, and it must've been just before he sold it to Steve that I'd sort of seen it last. And that's what sort of inspired me to get my first yeah. truck, you know, same, same shape Rodeo, all that sort of stuff. Although mine was a little bit, a little bit different, um, a little bit. just a little bit different. Um, so yeah, that, that was one of the things, you know, cars that I first really loved and I've spoken to him now that he's getting it back and, and trying to sort of rebuild it to its former glory. Um. Which would be would it be cool. It's know. been, it's been
0: really cool to see the community that's sort of gotten around him to to offer him a hand and get that thing happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know he's got to finding bits and pieces all over the place and, and getting yeah. it all sort of you know back to what it was, which is cool. I mean, I'd, I'd never do it. Because, not for me. But it's
0: it's a lot I of work. I don't know. Have you have you been there and seen it?
1: No, no, no. no. I was supposed to go there one that with Russell, and then I think I had to do something else. And he come back and he yeah. just be like, yeah, it's yellow. Um,
0: yeah. It's yeah, it's uh, he's he's got he's got his work cut out for him. I mean, it's for the most part, you know, it, it's fairly solid, but he's he's definitely got his work cut out a lot for him.
1: Yeah, no, I think the technology and parts and stuff is just that much better now that you know he could put it back to the way it was, but there's probably some improvements he could make now just because things are so easy to come by. You know, yeah. different. I know he had an engine-driven compressor originally. No, I don't know. Don't know if you'd go back that way now.
0: That... That's that he does want to go back that way. No really. Yeah, he wants to go back to the yeah. aircon pump, so
1: yeah. I'm sort
0: of, I've got a couple here, I'm like, oh, I'll hold on to them because he might need them, you know, like,
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean my truck originally had an engine driven one in it and then we changed it to electric actually I'm pretty sure you wired the electric one in. Yeah. The first one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah i don't know i i sort of don't keep up with the airbag stuff as much as i probably could have with what parts good i sort of look at what's cool um but yeah not not yeah. for me in this yep. truck i don't think um maybe the next project 10 yep. years down the line
0: yeah i guess all right well we, we've kind of gone gone back down memory lane a little bit so what what got you into like mini trucks back hey i guess where did where did that yeah. start
1: it, it would be Pete's truck and it would be um, Sam Jones's day like I always loved yep. the Rodeo show. I'd seen them before. Um, so originally before I bought my truck, I was actually going to have someone in court an R32 GDR and um, found out the insurance would be heaps expensive. And I went, oh, well, I won't do that. And I'll buy a mini truck instead.
0: But you could like go back in time and insure yourself now, yeah?
1: Punch, yeah, punch myself in the face for not buying a GDR, Yeah, um, ten okay. <laughs> grand or sixteen grand, I think I was going to spend on it.
0: So. You know what, though, like if you bought that, then you wouldn't have it now. Oh no, you know I'd what I mean? Like, like I've, I've, I've... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. sort the... of. I've seen the way, like back in the day, we we all used to drive, and there is no way you would. No, not
1: at all. It'd it do something stupid like blow a turbo, and I'd be like, oh, it's ruined forever. I've got to get rid of it. Get a more yeah. reliable car. And I mean, that's sort of what I did with the Lexus. So I, when I bought the LS 400, cause I had the, I had, yeah, the, the bag halogen truck. And then we built the purple bag truck, which didn't work out so well. Um, and then I'm like, I'm just going to be an adult and get a reliable car. Yeah. I like this Lexus model. I think they look cool. Bought it, lowered the hell out of it. And then sort of drove that around for a good couple of years. Yeah. You know, thinking that I'd be a responsible adult. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That, it's sort of when you get it, you don't want to keep it standard, I guess. I don't know. I've, always, I've never been a um. It is a curve. I've never been like a. I'm a Ford person. Or I'm a Holden person. I've never really understood that sort of allegiance. I'm. I like what's cool. What I like, like, I like wagons. I think every wagon that's ever existed is fucking sick. Everyone that ever shows me a car, I'm like, yeah, but does it come in a wagon? They're like, yes. I'm like, that's better. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. So I don't know. Like. It, way I got into mini trucks um, was just, I thought they were cool, had, had sort of money to burn, had a, had a decent job and I was like, I'm gonna buy something, something cool and also this will be my new car. Um, and then found, you know, what I thought was the coolest mini truck at the time for sale and bought it and sort of turned out to be okay. And parts that were really shit. Learned heaps, So like, you know, when I bought that car, I didn't know anything really. Um, didn't know about airbag suspension. Didn't know about suspension systems. Didn't didn't really know much, um, and sort of had to learn real quick when I had to put it all back together uh, when I broke bag mounts in the first week that I owned it. So, um, yeah. So that was at a ZA meeting that I, I think I've camped the first time. So originally, the the, the way I found ZA is through Mick, Mini Fat Pants. Yeah, right. He worked he worked with a schoolmate of mine. Yep. And like the week I bought my truck, I said, we went out and he's like, oh, hey, I'm Mick. I'm like, hey. No worries. And I was just telling everyone that I bought this car. He's like, oh, I'm actually like hanging out with a bunch of dudes in a truck club. You should come hang out one day. And so that's what I did. And then came to a meeting and dragged the truck out the front of the meeting and then had to get it to trade home because the front bag <laughs> So had to madly try and like remember people's numbers to or like remember people's names to try and find them. Um, and ended up running into Chris Austin in Parramatta one day and he's like, oh yeah, here's a bunch of guys' numbers just call them and we'll be able to get something sorted for you yep. um, and yeah, so that's sort of the beginning of the curse of buying stuff and it sitting in a uh, carport not working for six months at a time because it kept doing stupid things so um, yeah, blame Mickey's ass pants again
0: <laughs> It's all his
1: fault it's all his fault, I think so so but yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's sort of one of those things that I don't definitely don't regret. Um met heaps of heaps of good people yep. saying that I'm that I'm still friends with now. So um yeah, all, all of my friends either are friends because of cars or are friends and now that have cars. So it's it's one of those things that sort of keeps everyone together and and you know, ebbs and flows, you you see a lot of people you know, in our early 20s, there wasn't a weekend that we weren't all hanging out. And now you see someone every six months, and are
0: still good mates. So. Yeah, that's right. I I remember it almost like it was, yeah, like last week. You know, when you were actually started starting on the surf. So you're saying, yeah. Saying like that, that's that's like. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah.
1: So it was a while ago. Or,
0: or something uh, like that. So I'm thinking back to that. Going, has it really been that long? Because we haven't really caught up properly. But we've we've played online a lot. But, yeah yeah it's, it's always been it's always been like we're gaming at the time like we're not talking about cars and we're not really trying sort of catching up with gaming
1: yeah that i think that's just the curse of being an adult they yep, yeah i'll see you and then they never did yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like um even the majority of everyone that i know has you know kids and, and marriage and all that sort of stuff and that yeah you know, the, the idea of yep i'll get a free weekend one day and i'll be able to you know, do whatever i'm going to do but that doesn't seem to ever roll around so uh, I think that's that's everyone. Everyone has the best of intentions of keeping in touch, but um, I mean that's what's good about cars. There's, there's car shows that are sort of in the calendar, and you and you go to that car show, and that's sort of something to look forward to. And you spend five minutes looking at cars, and then you spend the next twenty hours or ten hours hanging out with mates that you you know only get to see two or three times a year. So yeah,
0: hmm. yeah. So am yeah, not really counting down the days because we don't know when the day is going to come where we actually get proper car shows. I'm hanging out.
1: Yeah, I mean, having worked at car shows, you get over it pretty quickly. The good thing about a car show is when you can you can go and you're attendee and you look at all the things you want to, and then you can just go home. Working yep. a car show yep. is just a different thing. You know, yeah, that's eight you- hours standing. Unfortunately. Car people are unique people, and that can go both in a positive and a negative way. <laughs> um, some of them are really good, and some of them be just like, "Oh, get it, get me out of here!" So we could get into um, some,
0: of the, some of the phone calls you've had um, in insurance, but today. we won't. But we won't <laughs>
1: just, just today. I could blow your mind. Um, yeah, look, it was a, but yeah, the good thing about those car things is, is it gets people out and, and people are seeing things that they've never seen before, or seem the same things that they saw twenty years ago. But different, so um, I think cars are, are a good thing like that. They're they're a catalyst to get people together, other than you know the normal catalysts of alcohol and bowling, um, bowling, <laughs> bowling, golf, whatever no, know, other yeah, people yeah. Can free time. Who yeah. knows? Um, yeah, yeah. So the good thing about cars is everyone can stand around a car and sort of vaguely talk about a car and vaguely talk about life, and that's sort of yeah. that's. A, good that's a good level of sort of communication that people have that everyone has an idea and everyone's like oh that's not a good idea this is better and there's a bit of bit of yeah shit staring, i guess is is the best way to put it where you know you're not actually upset with on the plan but you sort of want to tell them tell them a plan that you'd have if it was your idea and all that sort of stuff so yeah all right cars cars (laughs) are cool put it on a t-shirt i don't
0: know so um Hmm. With uh, with, your, you know you've you've got your the jail bars all done on the road. Are you are you joining a club? Are you affiliated
1: with a club? What's what's the um? So currently I am petitioning for negative Canberra, which is, a, is yep. a mini truck club here or custom club. I don't know mini truck club, I guess in, yep. in Australia. Um, uh, obviously can't have can't become a full member until I've got a finished car. So that's sort of uh, not the nothing the goal i'm not finishing a car to get in a club and i'm not you know anything like that but yep. it, it'd be nice to I don't know, put a name to it i guess we all the with all, when it's all said and done um yeah i don't all the guys in negative canberra are awesome Been to now three events in, in the states with a bunch of um you know members overseas and stuff as well so they're they're great and i mean the the Instant sort of friendship that you have with people that you didn't remember the name of them last night, and then the next day they spend all day talking to you again at a, at the show. So, um, yeah. yeah, that that sort of thing's cool. So, yeah, <laughs> petitioning for negative camber at this point in time.
0: Nice. I think um, a lot of the guys we're sort of speaking to these days, yeah, you know, especially from back in the ZA days, that they're all sort of over, getting making their way over to,
1: or they or they've been there for a little while, or. Got to, um, you know, I think. I think there's well, I mean, there is a few that have been in ZA previously, but that, that's yep. the same for any club. I mean, yeah, that's right. ZA was a very big club in in its in its time, um, you know, and it is still going. and do still feel like the guys, yeah, um, you know, there, there was nothing wrong with the with with the people as an overall, and didn't didn't leave with any sort of harsh feelings or anything yep. like that. I don't think, um, but yeah, like it's it's just. Different than it was in their twenties, I guess. Yeah. Different, you know, the whole the whole scene as a as a whole is is completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, as as I heard you sort of talking to Pete in that uh, podcast you did, you know, there was certainly felt like a rivalry. I guess is the best word for it. There was definitely yeah. an up them sort of feel, and yeah. I don't think that that's really the same anymore.
0: So no, that's right. That's I was saying that too. You know, like from the outside looking in, it, it doesn't look like that's it everything everyone's tight yeah what what we used to have like today and and what every, not just ZA, what each one of those clubs had Now all the clubs have together which yes yeah. that you see the videos from everybody's getting you're seeing all these different shirts together you know what i mean yeah like, and yeah like we used to go to things like tug in the park and it was the it was rivalry you know what i mean like yeah. it was, we'd be here and it, they'd be up there and guys would be further over that way it was a, yeah all the kind of rivalry so good to see now that they're just all together
1: yeah it did it did definitely feel like that and i think that was just being young and stupid like i don't know the same way we look at 20 year olds now i think you're young and stupid i, don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think we're just right. older and matured and the people that are, that are still around that you know went to those things 10 15 years ago are still now you know in their late 30s and 40s um don't have the time for that sort of shit anymore they're yeah just, that's right you know just in it for the for the cars and the and the you know they're not not together every weekend anymore like it probably was in their 20s but but the car club is, is a way to keep connected to people that you do like and do have a common interest with. So, you know, that sort of works for, for me and the guys in negative camera are fucking awesome and yep. there's many a drunken Zoom call on a Friday night um, where we, you know, we'll celebrate someone's birthday or whatever and this sort of madness that we can't actually go anywhere. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely changed. Um, I don't think clubs are... Uh, as much a line in the sand as they sort of maybe at once one yeah, yeah. time sort of felt like so um, yeah, and I think shows are just you know more chilled now as well yep. um it's it's not get to the show, set up, make sure you're representing your your club sort of as hard and and be the best represented thing it's sort of like yeah, everyone parked together, but you know you're here to talk to a bunch of people, talk to whoever, so yeah don't know. I probably only still speak to the same 10 people I've spoke to for the last <laughs> 18 years. Because yeah. I, just... I bought my truck when I was 19 and I'm 37 now. So, yeah, like it doesn't seem, I don't know, I don't feel 37, I guess, but I don't know. Except when I have to stand up on back hurts <laughs> yeah, hurt all that sort of shit. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it didn't, doesn't seem like that long ago. But then you look at photos and you're like, oh, those jeans were a mistake, champ. What were you doing? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you just grow up, I guess. I that's know. it. On, mate. That's the way it would be, yes. guess.
0: Well, we might wrap up there. Mm, mm. Thank you so much. This is awesome.
1: I'm glad, glad I didn't um, pull a Russ and get too drunk for that podcast. <laughs> <don't know>.
0: so, <laughs> so we still haven't got the Russell episode out yet. And it's it's become it's becoming a bit of a thing now. Like I'm not sure it's ever gonna actually happen. Um we've tried <laughs> to get tried to get together a couple of times now on Zoom and that, that hasn't happened either. Like oh, I was busy one time or I got stuck at work or something and then um I said to Russ, Oh you good you're good for tonight, we can we can try and get it tonight and he's like, Oh yeah, I think so and then Oh no, hang on, I think I had to help Evan with something and all good man, we'll yeah. we'll do it another time and it's just it's not happened now. For the first time he was drunk as shit and dropped a bunch of expletives that you know, I, I came home and I edited for hours and the end of it, I, and oh, then, if you um, told me
1: I couldn't swear. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sworn ever. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then the second time, um, I got called halfway through by my wife because the exhaust on the territory.
1: Oh, good. Which That's is good. a
0: super common problem with them. They snap straight off the back of the headers pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Way to go forward. Yeah, so we just haven't been able to catch up with
1: that. So yeah, because eventually... he, he came because he, he was living here at the time of the yeah. first one, and he's like, oh, "I'm doing it, doing a podcast with Heath." I'm like, "Okay, cool, nice, sweet." And I told him he didn't even realize you guys were here. And then he's like, "Oh, I've got to do it again." I'm like, "Oh, okay, why?" He's like, "Oh, apparently I was too too drunk last time." I'm like, "Well, you live with me." Like that. <laughs> like, I'm not a, not good at giving that habit like off yeah. to people, so didn't know much of it no you never never stood a chance but yeah. um yeah so i sort of laughed at that but, cool. i edit this whole beer out like it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> oh good All right. uh, we might wrap it up there mate um cool. thanks, thanks for not being too drunk
1: <laughs> no no that's no, so it to have it's a uh I've acquired over many years that's to sick. be able to drink and function so um so i it a problem i don't know um yeah man anytime um We'll catch up somewhere, whether it be on a PlayStation or in a garage. Absolutely, dude. All right, man.
0: Catch you later. Have
1: a good one.